Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the January 25th, 2022 episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. She's Kim. He's Chris. And we have some stuff to talk about today. We even have a little demonstration of the Snow Joe from last week, but that can wait. We do, and that will be in stereo. So if you want to listen with headphones, you'll get the most fun out of that experience. So the first thing we want to do is thank people for filling out the poll that we put up regarding the audio tutorial for the blind shell phone. Yes. So we have a little bit of news about the tutorial for the blind shell phone. We just wanted to let you know that the audio tutorial for the blind shell classic 2 will not be available. And it's nobody's fault. It's not a big dramatic thing. Sometimes these things just don't work out and this didn't. And we're really sorry for those of you who are looking forward to it, who really wanted it. We totally understand that. And we regret that it's not going to be a thing that we're going to be offering you. It's just one of those things, and sometimes that happens. We are going to take the poll down. We really appreciate, as Chris said, those of you who took the time to fill it out for us. The next thing we wanted to talk about is Facebook. Yes, <laughs> and that is one thing that is definitely going ahead. We have, if you don't know, a three audio session Facebook event coming up and I call it a session event because like our listening to podcasts event this is going to be something where once a week on three consecutive Mondays you're going to receive an audio regarding some aspects of Facebook the entire syllabus of the event is currently listed on the sales page and each Monday you'll receive a session that's at least an hour in length probably significantly longer for a couple of them when we release those in early March, after the event audios have been released, we're going to have a live Q&A. So that's why this is in the events category. It will be happening over several consecutive weeks. You will receive the sessions in your Mystic Access downloads section, not the free downloads, the Mystic Access account downloads. So you'll log into your Mystic Access account, you'll go to your downloads section, and that's where your audios will be. And then we'll have a live Q&A. We'll send information to you guys when we've kind of figured out a date for that. And we'll probably ask for your feedback, those of you who register for this, when it would be best for you to have it. We're really looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to sharing a lot of information that I hope will be very useful with you. And this is kind of my gig. <laughs> Chris is not a Facebook user. I've been a Facebook user for well over a decade. There are a lot of tips and tricks to getting the most out of it. I'm not going to promise you I know everything, but I know a significant amount. And hopefully my experiences over the last several years will assist you in becoming a proficient user as well. So thank you to all of you who have lended your tremendous support to this event. Really grateful. And the event is available right now, still available for registration. And it begins, I believe, February 7th is the start date. That's a Monday, so that's when the first audio will be sent to your Mystic Access account. So if you want to join, you most certainly still can. And we've tried to keep it very affordable for what you're going to get, including, a, as I said, a 90-minute live Q&A afterwards. So we'd love to have you if you are interested. And remember, if you can't come to the Q&A, like the sessions themselves, it will be recorded for your reference later. Speaking of classes, a note about January's 
free class. We're not having one this month, you guys. January just got away from us. We've had a lot going on and our calendars have been filling up pretty significantly. And frankly, we just weren't feeling our topic and we just decided at the last minute, you know, we just don't want to offer you a half-baked topic. And we just didn't feel right about coming in and offering you, you know, something less than what we thought was a really awesome experience. So we will meet again in February. We do have a topic in mind for February, but we will wait till the next podcast to announce that. It's something very exciting, and we're really looking forward to sharing it with you. So let's talk about eyeballs. Cool. Okay. Well, mine don't work. How about yours? <laughs> mine don't work, but I only got one. <laughs> That's true. One thing that I was doing the searches for, and this is something that I've wanted to talk about for a number of months. months, possibly even at least a year. Yeah, you've had this little gadget for a while. And it's a sonic prosthetic eye cleaner. And we know a lot of you use prosthetics too, so we thought this was a really applicable topic. Right. So basically what it is, is you get some solution, you put the solution, it's actually powder. So you get this powder, and you put it in the cleaner, and then you put like about a cup of water into this little bowl thing. How do you know how much powder to put in the bowl? It comes with a little spoon. Oh, excellent. So you put like two scoops, like two scoops of raisins. Okay. <laughs> you put two scoops of powder. And then what happens is you, I'm not going to actually demonstrate this, but what you have is the little bowl. You put the powder into the bowl and then you put the water into the little bowl and here I don't know if you've ever seen this but oh, that's, yeah I don't know if I've seen the bowl that's cool that's what it is a little bowl mm -hmm. so you put that in then you put it in this little base thing here and then you put the cover on top of a little base thing okay it's plastic as you can it's probably all, tell it's all plastic it was about $30 and what happens is that on this there's a little switch that you flip to the left and that's exactly what it sounds like although when you have an eye in it you might hear a little jiggle 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 i never do really i never do now does this thing have a timer on it it does it runs for 15 minutes and i just force the switch to go off but if you don't force the switch to go off and you run the timer through, it actually will stay in what I would consider the on position. So the next time you use it, you flip it to the right and then flip it back to the left and then it'll start up again. So, so do you plug it into power or is it battery operated? It's battery operated. It takes, I believe, four double A's that you can install. There's a little cover. Actually, it takes two double A's. Even better. Even better. So there's a little cover on the bottom, battery cover, the old-fashioned kind mm -hmm. that you don't need a screw to get. <laughs> and Use replaceable, all those nice things. Exactly. So you just open it up, there's your two double A's, and you're ready to go. It's very, very straightforward. There's really not much to say about it. It's probably five inches in diameter, something like that. Yeah, I'd say four or five. Yeah. So it's a really, really nice little thing. Do you find that sometimes it helps to jiggle the eye through a couple of cycles? Or is one usually enough? Well, because I don't do what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> and I don't clean it as often as I probably should. 
I do run mine through a couple of cycles and there's been times when I've actually left it in the solution for, I don't know, a day or two. Mm -hmm. And again, this is what I do, <laughs> not recommended. And I will then rinse it off in the hottest water that your little hands can handle. You want to do that anyway, guys. You, you do. don't want to leave that solution on there. Absolutely. And that is exactly what they say in the instructions is to rinse it as hot as your hands can stand mm -hmm. and make sure that you rinse for a, at least a minute or two, I would think, and run the water all over the eye and then put your eye back in and everybody's happy. Now, what would you say for those who have two prosthetics and are considering this would you put one in at a time or what do you think well it's big enough for two mm -hmm. put both your eyes i in. suppose you put two in both your eyes in the bowl both your eyes in the bowl <laughs> so that's pretty much a little discussion or demonstration thereof of a sonic prosthetic eye cleaner and i'll tell you when i first tried it it was like wow made a difference how does your eye feel clean as opposed to not clean coming from someone who does not have a prosthetic i don't know how to explain <laughs> something like that so we'll just leave it at that okay <laughs> so i'm sure everybody who has a prosthetic would know how that eye feels well i suspect it's something like when you brush your teeth with a really good sonic toothbrush it's like oh so nice so i expect it's something kind of like that let me just explain something for people that have never seen a prosthetic eye have never seen a prosthetic <laughs> eye it is not a ball no it's more like a bowl so it's the front of the eye it's not a it's not an actual physical round ball and the lids actually keep it in so it's very very easy to take out very very easy to put back in that's really what it is one of the fascinating things for me at least we have one of the best ocular restoration clinics in the country it's pretty good it's right in the backyard mm -hmm. and when i lost my eye when i was i want to say 11 i had to make the decision and when i lost it when i was 11 the person who created the artificial eye was a serious artist because here she was looking at my eye my real one and matching up blood vessels and veins and uh, pupil and irises because my one pupil was kind of deformed a little bit don't know why but it was and she made the second one match perfectly so that's really really kind of cool how that worked does the eye Again, this is a question from someone without a prosthetic. Does the eye always still move yes. naturally the way a real eye would? Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's not fixed in position right. in any way, shape, or form. It does what a real eye would do. You can open it, you can close it, obviously, because you have your lids. But you can move it from left to right, up, down. It may not move as much as your real eye, but it does move. So you can move it from left to right you know obviously not with your finger well you could with well, your I fingers suppose you i suppose could, but. but you know you can do that and that's you know do you ever have phantom eye pain no you hear about that with people losing limbs and i suppose some people might think of that thinking hmm but i've had mine for 
30, yeah, you're a pro. 30 You've had it for plus 30 plus years. years. Actually, sure. technically, I had this is my second one. Mm-hmm. So what some people may not know is that you can grow out of them. How does that work exactly? Well, it depends on how young you are. Uh-huh, that's if you, true. If you, get them when you yeah. if you get them when you're 11. Before and, puberty. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. I think I had it for two years. Yeah, that'd be about right. And then it, I outgrew that one. And then I got the second one and have had it ever since. So there's a fun discussion on prosthetic eyes. For those of you who always wanted to know but were afraid to ask. Exactly. (laughs) So we've talked about something to clean the eye in your head. Let's now talk about something to cover your head. I got Chris a, what turned out to be, really nice present. It's a hood. Sort of. It's a balaclava. Essentially. Who do what? Well, that's what they're called. <laughs> and it's essentially a mask, but not the type of mask that we've been hearing lots about over the last couple of years. This is a mask to keep your face warm. It's designed for skiers and people who <clears throat> are out in the snow, blowing snow, working with snow, playing in the snow. But it's also really helpful for super cold temps. And it turned out to be even nicer than I hoped. Yes, one of my favorite features, actually, when you put it on, and I'm not going to put it on. No, because it would muffle your voice. But when I put it on, there's a part that goes over your shoulders and your front and your back. So it goes down your chin and it rests on your, your chest a little bit and on your back a little bit. So that when your jacket's all nice and closed up, your snow is not going to go down your back. It's got mesh over your nose and mouth. So that's kind of how you orient it. And this doesn't just land on your nose and mouth. Right. And on your chin. It goes literally over your head. It goes literally over your head. I was looking for something like an old ski mask or something. Uh, yeah, no. And this is not the case. But this is a nice little piece of fabric. And it's really nice because you can fold it up and you can stuff it in your pocket. And it's not as bulky, per se, as a ski mask. No, but it's very nice on the inside. It's got a really nice kind of, not quite a Sherpa feeling, but really close to a Sherpa feeling lining on the inside. It's not as fluffy as a Sherpa, but it feels really, really nice in there. It keep you toasty. It's not as bulky no. as something I would have probably bought myself. So this is really, really a nice little thing to keep yourself warm when you're going out and playing with your snow joe or, it's about $20 yes and it's really really nice or shoveling with your real shovel but we don't recommend that anymore do we no I like the snow joe you know it's funny I was listening to a podcast and the person was talking about the snow joe and this is kind of a really really cool description, description. of the snow joe and basically what they called it was a overblown snow thrower on a stick (laughs) that'll give you a description of what it is one thing i did notice too when playing with it was that it will do a wonderful job it will do a good job in even let's say two feet of snow (laughs) we had 20 inches the other day (laughs) right but you have to work at it so you know, it's it's going to be a, a shovel, but it's going to be a powerful shovel. And this podcast that I was listening to, too, the person... She was skeptical, wasn't she? No, her husband was skeptical ah. that she bought this thing back in 
the springtime and he was out in this 20 inches of snow and something that would have taken him 45 minutes took him five nice so that's you know and those are estimates that, that she had said so i have no way to back that up sure other than you know listening to somebody on the podcast well you did a pretty decent job in a couple of 10 minute things in 20 inches of snow with this thing trying to get a path cleared so, i mean we couldn't get out the back door the other day yeah but in all fairness i didn't do that i'd have never made it to the back door yeah I was snow throwing with the snow Joe, brought it in the house, and only got so far down the driveway, the little path. While it was charging, I was going to go back out there, but a neighbor decided to come and blow out the rest of the snow. So oh, the, nice. the neighbor actually came into the yard and got the snow away from the back door and stuff like that. So that was really, really sweet. So and he all, had a ginormous thing. Right. So he didn't have the snow Joe. He had a full-fledged snow blower, which took him about. I'd ten minutes say max. <laughs> ten minutes to blow out two feet of snow. Mm-hmm. So 20 inches of snow, yeah. what have you. But it's still a great little thing. I mean, he wouldn't trade it now that we've got it. For a couple hundred bucks, it's going to save us a ton of time. A ton of time. It's something you have to maintain, too. I sure. mean, maintain your snow. You we know. didn't have a chance to do that because it was 20 inches overnight. Boom. Yeah, it was crazy. It was nuts. Hey, he broke a record. Woo! Would you like to hear our snow? We can show you a demo <laughs> now we're really glad we waited to put the demo in this particular episode because last time we didn't have nearly this much snow you really get to see what it's like now so put on your headphones and we'll show you chris's demo and he'll give a little description in the demo about the machine so in the last episode of the podcast we talked about the snow joe and this is kind of what it looks like i'm about to go outside and Try to use it in at least 12 inches of snow because we got 12 inches of snow overnight and I got the battery in my hand and the snow Joe just fell on the floor it tipped over so it's not anything that you want to not have leaning up against a wall or something like that so it's very very thin it looks like an upright vacuum and the battery goes into the handle and you slide the battery into the handle. It can only go in one way and you heard it snap shut. Now on the battery there are little buttons that you would use facing up towards the handle that you press them together and you pull the battery out. So they lock the battery into place so it's not going to fall into the snow. So there we go, that's done again. Now, what we have here on the handle is a button that you press and hold, and then there's a trigger, so it's a safe thing. I can't press and hold the trigger without that button pressed in. So you press and hold that button, and you use the trigger. Now if we go down the shaft, there is another handle that you can use to hold the snow shovel to run it and I'm just gonna run it in the house real quick so you can hear what it sounds like that's what it sounds like I don't suggest playing with it because if I flip the snow Joe here on the bottom we've got a big round kinda beater it kinda looks like something that you would have 
on a vacuum. You know, the little thing that beater brush that spins. That's kind of what it looks like, but it is pretty big. Along the shaft, you've got the two, I called them finger somethings or other. I forget what I called them the last time. Uh, they are wing nuts. And those are what keeps the handle and the shaft together with the bottom. And there's a wire that's going up the pole. So that's kind of a description of what this looks like. So we're gonna go outside and we're going to start the snow throw. First, we're gonna zip ourselves up, and get nice and warm because it is 28 degrees with a wind chill of 16. So that's pretty cold. Now remember, I haven't seen this yet, so I don't even know what I'm looking at. Ooh, I am looking at snow, but I can't even get out of the back door. That's perfect. So we're going to go to the front of the house and see what the front door looks like. Hey, you can't get out the back door. Oh my God. It's that high. Without ruining the back door. doing a real good job but yeah there's at least a foot of snow here and I'm just clearing off the steps right now
basically an electric shovel. And just a real quick summary. This is a device that is going to take a lot of usage if you are trying to clear 12 inches of snow at one time. So this thing is wonderful for maintaining your snow if you can, but it would take a lot of effort to, and a lot of battery charges to maintain your snow with all of this snow that we just received overnight. Well, thank you everybody for joining us for this podcast and we hope between eyeballs and snow <laughs> you had something to enjoy. Take care everybody. Bye. Bye. The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. If you are blind or visually impaired and desire to discover how our comprehensive products and services may support and empower your assistive technology journey, we welcome your visit at www.mysticaccess.com. Have a question or wish to place an order via phone? Call us at 716-543-3323. If you have something to share about this podcast episode, press 4 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at info at mysticaccess.com. 
Connect with us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mysticaccessempower. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Your friends and colleagues may listen and subscribe at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy our episodes, consider leaving us an iTunes rating and review. Your comments are greatly appreciated. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for being a listener. We hope you enjoyed this episode.